leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. Jet Set Breakfast it is and it's Bertha Sharuma standing in for Michelle Fleetwood Mark and Don't Stop. Democracy. It's been years, isn't it? Yes, it has. So uh, our next conversation, uh, which is uh, quite an eye-opener, maybe you would like to engage. Don't hesitate to share your views and what what your thoughts are on 0614104107. So our guest writes about the vast majority of South Africans, uh, basically who are not happy with the way democracy is working. While our trust in public institutions, government officials, uh, they literally continue to decline, plummeting at an alarming level. Political participation um, among the youth is also an all-time low. On the eve of our seventh general elections, which will also mark the 30th anniversary at the advent of democracy in the country, we seem to find ourselves in a particularly sorry state. Can this be reversed? Can this be changed? Maybe. Let's be optimistic. I think we can really change uh, the trajectory. Uh, joining us online, I've got Damien Dupree. He's the Marketing and Communications Officer for the Center for Research on Democracy Credo at Stellen- Stellenbosch University. Good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Isn't that just a little bit depressing that, you know, this is how we feel about our democracy? Yeah, it's definitely a little bit depressing. Uh, You should imagine how we feel having to research this every single day. Um, But, you know, we have to face the facts sometimes. So what prompted the research? Um, About citizens' assemblies in particular. And um, your findings? So... So the article I wrote about citizens' assemblies isn't based on any research we've done in South Africa. Um, unfortunately, it's a relatively new idea in South Africa. So most of the research we're pulling on and the examples we're looking at come from countries in South America or Europe or Asia. Um, so no examples in South Africa to pull from just yet. Is it? Now, look, we know that especially if you look at at, at African continent, uh, quite a lot of African countries also have, have walked this walk. And we've seen this to be a pattern. And I'm sure, like you're saying, you've done research from, I mean, you, you've, you're, you're comparing with um, countries that are not on the African continent. Taking a look at our democratic process and what's been your take and, and what have you been writing about per se? Okay, so my take on the democratic process in South Africa is that it is incredibly robust. We score brilliantly when it comes to the quality and uh, stability of our democracy, which is an achievement we need to celebrate. Not many uh, post-liberation African countries can say that for 30 years they have had free and fair elections. So that is something we need to celebrate. But we also need to recognize that People feel like their voices don't matter. People aren't voting. People aren't participating in politics nearly as much as they did at the advent of democracy. I mean, if we look at voter turnout in the first democratic elections in South Africa, that was almost 80%. Voter turnout now is about half that or less. So there is something that has gone wrong in South African democracy where people feel like it's not worth the trouble anymore. 
and that we need to, we need to think about that. We need to question the way we've been doing things. Uh, is it the right way? Why do people feel so disenfranchised? Mm. So I see here you've come up with what is known as uh, citizens' assemblies. Yes, yes, that is the how does the general name of that idea? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> sure. So there's a long and a short, but I'll give you the short. So a citizens' assembly is when a representative sample of the population, and by that I mean people who are representative of South Africa's diversity. So different races, ages, ethnicities, languages, socioeconomic backgrounds, come together and are given the knowledge and the opportunity to deliberate on an important political question that is affecting them, their country, their community. So the example I always use is load shedding, right? Mm -hmm. It's such a diversive, um, a, a, a diversive topic in South Africa with a lot of different opinions on how we should solve load shedding. And so what a Citizens' Assembly in this example would do is bring together South Africans, ordinary South Africans, not career politicians, give them the knowledge, bring in experts, and teach them this, these are our options. This is what we can do. And then we give people the opportunity to, to talk and to figure out what is actually the best way, not the best way because a politician told me or because an expert told me, but based on the evidence and based on my conversation with my fellow South Africans, what do we think is the best way to do this? And then they reach consensus. So they come to a common understanding where everyone's opinion and voice matters. And this then feeds into the political process. It's sent to a government department or to a minister or to some uh, government office. And, and that ideally feeds into the democratic, into the political process. And those recommendations um, are implemented or at least are considered by the relevant authorities. Mm. Um, let's, we're going to take just a small break because I would like to, to, to find out a little bit more. And um, I see that Brazil uh, did a, you know, a similar process and it worked. And also maybe we just have to look at the dynamics of how an African functions and how someone most probably who's um, from, from the Americas or somebody who's in Europe really functions. And if there's some form of synergy and if it can work for the different diversities. Let's just take a small break. We will be back chatting to Damien Dupree about um, how we need to get out of where we are, the state of not being democratically happy. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And it is Jet Set Breakfast. I'm in for Michelle and I'm chatting to Damien Dupree. He's the Marketing and Communications Officer for the Centre for Research on Democracy at Stellenbosch University. Welcome back, uh, Damien. So, I, and what you're saying really makes a lot of sense in the, sen in the sense that, you know what, getting people to talk will make you understand exactly what their mindset is at. Let's look at Brazil, where basically what? They took how many people? Is it 40 people, 40 citizens, representatives of the community? When you look at that particular concept, maybe if you could just break it down for me in layman's terms so that our listeners can understand where our conversation is coming from. Sure. So in uh, Brazil, in this specific town, the municipality led by the mayor decided that rather than just making a, uh, a decision about how the community was going to handle its waste issues, they were 
facing really significant issues um, due to climate change and just uh, not not having a properly functioning waste system. Um, so they decided to ask the people, the people that they represented, rather than assume they knew what they wanted, they decided to actually ask them. So they put together a group of 40 members of the community, very representative of that community in terms of age and, and things like that. And they gave them five days. Uh, and they, they you, get, you get paid for, for a citizen's assembly like this. So you get paid minimum wage or whatever, whatever seems fair in that specific context. And you're given five days where experts come in and they educate you about the issue. They upskill you so that you are given the knowledge and the opportunity to actually understand the issue properly. And then you deliberate. So you talk with your community members, some people I'm sure who you've never spoken to before about these issues. And you reach an understanding like, okay, we might not agree on everything. Some of us might be from very different backgrounds. Some of might actually be quite antagonistic towards each other, but we can agree on something. This is what we can agree on, and this is what we're going to present to our government. And in that case, it worked incredibly successfully. Uh, the mayor and the councillors passed uh, quite a bit of legislation after that citizens' assembly. And what is really, really fascinating and exciting about these kind of events is that even after the fact, after it's all done and it's a year later, the people who participate in citizen assemblies report that they feel a political empowerment that they have never felt before because they were given the opportunity to actually have a say in what is happening in their community, not just voting for someone who then goes and does the work, but actually putting in the work themselves. And that is, it seems, a liberating experience for many. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that we, I'm looking at my time and I want to, to come to, you know, the voiceless South Africans. Mm. And uh, I, you have come up with, with a way that we can do it. Will, do you think it will really work? Because we, we've just become, you know, like we, we like followers where we say whatever. It is what it is. Are we going left? Okay, let's go. You know, just as an example, like you highlighted load shedding. It has become the order of the day. At first, we made noise. Now we're becoming quieter and quieter and quieter. And it's going to be the norm. You're right. You're absolutely right. And that's that's the problem, right? We have become so used to the state of affairs and our our own understanding of the political power we have has just completely disappeared, which is such a shame. But I do believe that if you put in these kind of initiatives, and of course you have to, you have to uh, adapt it to South Africa's context. We cannot just import ideas from overseas wholesale without adapting them. We are a unique country. But if you give people the opportunity to actually make a difference, and it can be small things. We don't have to solve load shedding straight away. It can be solving the municipality's water issues or land claim issues in a small rural community where rather than being antagonistic towards each other, farmers and members of the local community actually come together and talk about the issues. I do think that that can make a difference. It can empower people in a way that we haven't seen for decades. Yeah. And um, if somebody who's listening to us would like maybe to find out a little bit more information, because it it really sounds so great. And I'd like to find out maybe just before I let you go, when you've done your your writing or your research, um, have you done any any handovers to the relevant parties yet? Or you are still basically probing 
and, and, and finding out how then you can go forward? So this is, this is definitely still a probing exercise. There has been almost no work done on this in South Africa at the moment. But I highly encourage everyone listening, or especially someone young and enthusiastic and ambitious, to try this. You do not need to be a government official to put one of these in place. You can be from civil society. You can be a community leader or an activist. And the best source, probably, in my opinion, is Democracy Next, which is an international group really paving the way on this. And there's so much information. There's guidebooks and really in-depth um, how-to guides on how to run these kind of events. Um, and you can find them on demnext.org. It's just demnext.org. And you will have reading for the long weekend. Um, and you can celebrate your Heritage Day by you know, planning to, to give South Africans their voice back. Damien, thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast and have yourself a fantastic Heritage Day.